This is an uncensored podcast about sex, sexuality, gender, and body stuff. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the person or persons sharing them. Some names have been changed to protect the anonymity of its participants. It's me, Drew Michael. Ah! <laughs> I'm not sure what I have to do to make this room less echoey. I'm going to have to upholster the walls. I eat a lot of eggs. Maybe I can just put egg cartons up everywhere. That's probably what's going to have to happen. This is Make Sex With Me, and this is a quickie-sode. So, as you might remember from our last episode our last full length, our first of the year, uh, we're going to be doing weekly episodes. And part of what's going to make that possible is knowing that I can I can put together a quickie so no matter what. No matter what, I have at least time for a quickie. So uh, basically, I scoured the internet and I found some interesting questions. Um, as per usual, if you guys want to you can write in questions to make sex with me podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and I will read them on the air. I will read them. I won't even have to fish through the millions to, to get your, your email to, to read it. You will probably be the first one. But I have a feeling we're going to start getting some, some more, some more listener mail. Uh, we do get some emails to the make sex with me podcast email. Um, Mostly it's like people asking if they can use, you know, some new AI software they've developed to, to market my podcast better. And I'm just like, eh, I mean, eh, I don't know. AI is kind of scary. Have you guys seen the new, like, um, Apple, what are they called? Like they're like Apple vision or Apple whatever it's like the apple glasses they've been talking about and it looks like a vr um virtual reality headset thing but it's like basically having a computer like in your goggles it's insane it's really insane it tracks your like eyeball like if you look at one of the apps it knows which one you're looking at and you can like choose an app by staring at it long enough it's really, really weird. Uh, it also, like, looks down at your hands and it sees, like, different gestures you're making. And it, like, it's it's insane. Also, it's, like, $4,000 for a pair. AI is fucking creepy. I don't want your damn AI all over my grassroots podcast. All right, let's do this shit. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? 
This is a Reddit um, submission from somebody named Jackin. <laughs> Jackin495. Um, I really thought it was Jackson. And, I, and then I was like, where's where's the S? And it's Jackin. So I'm pretty sure they're Jackin. Um, Jackin495 says, and this is from a, a, user, a Reddit group, Communal Showers, which is, again, one of my favorite groups to follow. Uh, it's actually not a very sexual group, but um, there's definitely some pervs, and I think Jackin might be one of them. Uh, Jackin says... So how does the bro code work for for those who use Bradley pole showers? If it's not busy, do you try to use a different pole, go for a spread, and try to face a different way? If you're showering with a workout friend, do you use the same one? If the same one across from each other or next to each other? All right, so basically they've just asked all the different things. Um, And then the person... (laughs) commented on it was Clint Dilfer. Clint Dilfer says, we need a flowchart here, but if empty, whichever, if one person present, if you know the person, same. Okay, let me let me explain something. So most of you listening might not know what a Bradley Pole shower is. Okay, so you have communal showers, right? You have like a shower room uh, where the showers are. And I think, like, what a lot of people are used to is just, like, the traditional shower room where, like, all along the perimeter walls of a room, there's, like, shower heads. Like, every, like, four to five feet, there's, like, a shower head and, you know, a nozzle or whatever. Um, So that's, like, pretty typical. Um, And I don't know when the Bradley pole was invented. I think it might have been invented, like, in the 1950s or something. And I don't know why it's called that. I think probably the person who invented it is called Bradley. But if you Google Bradley pole, you will find a lot of, like, old cartoony ads about this. Um, So basically, um, it comes from a time when people didn't, I guess, have a big deal. They didn't make a big deal out of, of showering. Um, it, it probably, uh, it probably like was weird for a lot of people. Like there's, there's always probably been people who didn't want to shower naked with other people, but, um, you know, and it's definitely like in a lot of situations, like after sports or like in school or whatever, when you're young and like the school maybe had policies that you like had to shower after stuff. And like, there was even a lot of, there's a lot of stories about a lot of things. And I've kind of touched on this in episodes before, but just like where the school made you shower and the coach would like require that you like, um, you know, were completely naked and use soap and hot water. And then like, it gets really weird where like, you know, the, coach would like check you and make sure that you had actually cleaned different areas and it's like or like yeah, they'd have the students check each other and it's like oh that's really weird um that's not really okay <laughs> um but it was all under this guise of like well we need to make sure they're actually getting clean and it's like well it's not really your responsibility to make sure other people are clean uh, and especially not other people's children. So, like, yeah. Like, if you're someone's parent, you might have to be like, you need to you need to shower, sweetie. Like, 
I'm making sure that you're taking care of yourself, but I'm not going to like look inside your butt cheeks and like under your balls and like in your armpit to like make sure you're clean. And, and no amount of looking would actually determine that. Like, it's not like I can see bacteria. Um, so I think just like, you know, if a person's clean, if they don't smell like shit, you know what I mean? So like, that's, that's the deal. And I've smelled, I've smelled a lot of different kinds of smelly, shitty people. Uh, you don't have to look very closely to know if a person hasn't been showering. Um, but so anyway, uh, that's probably a sign of like really fucked up shit, but I went on a tangent, of course. Um, I do think that group showers are great. I love them. I love to be naked with other people that are naked, especially other men. Um, it's one of the ways that I feel like I connect to my masculinity is through that process. Um, and it could be sexual for me too, but like, it doesn't have to be, um, there's definitely enjoyment in just being naked with other people and other men, especially. And, um, so anyway, uh, the Bradley pole, imagine instead of showers around the perimeter, you've got poles in the center of the room. And there might've also been perimeter, um, outer showers too, but imagine poles that are almost like a tree, like a metal pole and like at least four sides with nozzles, right? Little control handle, whatever to control the, turn the water on and control the temperature. And then up above is like a spout. And it spouts, you know, in four different directions, at least. And you have, like, four guys stand around, and they face the pole, and they shower. And so technically, they're, like, facing each other. Um, Every gay guy who's been alive since then to now is, like, in love with this Bradley pole shower thing. Because basically, it just gives you a look at your the guy next to you and is what, what he's got going on. Like it's, it's just really cheeky and sexy for sexy people, but it could also just be a really nice communal bonding experience for, and I mean, I'm not sure I've never seen Bradley polls advertised for women's locker rooms, but I'm sure they've had them too. Um, but yeah, it's just like, it's cool. It's cool. Like we're just naked. We've got the same stuff. Like we're just here, you know, whatever. Um, and so, so yeah, they, I don't know how popular they, they were, but they're, they were popular enough. And I, there might've been some thing of like, um, maybe they were used in military spaces. Maybe they like helped get more people in the shower. Like if you had, you know, perimeter showers, you could have one, one person per head or two people per head. And then you've got the Bradley poles in the center and then you can get more, more people in around those. I mean, I've seen even things where, like, it's just, like, a little tiny hallway with water that shoots up, and the men just, like, run through, and it sprays up under their bits, and, like, there's all these different ways I think the military especially tried to, like, get men clean faster, because, like, that was always a, a thing in the military of, like, we just need to get our soldiers clean and back in uniform and back out there so they can be shot at. <laughs> Something like that. That might not have been what they said. Um, but yeah, so that might have been a, a, a big um, uh, buyer of the Bradley Pole shower units. Like the the military might have been like, oh, fuck yeah, we, we love that. 
love our men to be staring at each other in the shower. It's great. Um, but yeah, it definitely comes from a time when like there was knowledge that there were homosexuals, but like it just wasn't something you talked about. And so like in a way it was ignored. And so nudity was a lot more acceptable because there was no belief that there was something like else going on in locker rooms, you know, like they just didn't allow that to happen. And if it happened, you just like, you removed it quickly from society and, and eradicated it. Like, um, queerness has been erased basically throughout much of history. So, so anyway, that's, that's a little bit of a history of the Bradley pole showers. Um, so this person's saying basically like, what's the, what's the etiquette here? Um, if it's not busy, do you try to use a different pole than someone else? Uh, it says go for a spread and try to face a different way. I don't know what that means. Uh, if you're showering with a workout friend, do you use the same one? Cause you know each other. If you use the same one across, do you use the one across or the one next? Um, and then Clint Dilfer says, um, if empty, whichever, use whatever one, uh, well, duh. If one person present, if you know the person, same poll. If you don't know them, different poll. If more than one present, if they're on the same poll, different poll. Um, if they're on the different poll, if empty poll available, different poll. If all polls occupied, whichever. I don't think facing choice matters. Well, I would say probably like... Okay, so this is a weird thing too. It's so funny. But first of all, you're not going to find a lot of Bradley polls in locker rooms anymore. You're going to find a lot of single cu- single-use cubicles with curtains or doors, right? Um, because people just don't like to be naked in front of each other anymore. Um, I just had a conversation with my coworker today where um, my male coworker and my female coworker were both, like, erring on the side of, like... Like, my, my male coworker, who's probably, like, in his late 20s, was like, I don't want to go in the locker room at all because I don't want to see all that old junk hanging around. And which is like such a dumb, immature, common thing for a 20 year old say to say, uh, guy especially, but some girls too. And then my female coworker is probably in like in her late fifties was like, um, or I think she's actually in her sixties. She was like, I mean, I I'm fine with like nudity in the locker room cause it's a locker room, but you know, just, I think people should be kind of like, um, you know, just keep to themselves, you know, you don't have to be shaking it all over the place, you know, just like, you know, face, face the locker, face away from everyone else and do your thing. And, um, she's kind of religious. So I was like, yeah, it makes sense. Um, but I mean, it's like this, it's like, I'm not saying jump up on the bench and shake your maracas. I'm saying, I'm saying, um, this is an acceptable thing to be in a locker room and be naked. Um, I know there's a lot of situations where like, uh, different associations, different gyms, whatever, have said, like, oh, a lot of our members are uncomfortable with nudity, so we have to try to get everyone to be less nude, even in nude spaces. And so they'll say, like, you know, don't be, you know, too naked or whatever. Like, don't, you know, if you're walking from your locker to the shower, wrap a towel around yourself. Like, you know, don't walk around naked. If you're if you're drying, dry off in your shower with the curtain closed, you know, like, shower with the curtain closed and, like, you know, don't, don't, you know, I don't know, just don't, don't, don't stay naked too long, you know, just like try to get to your locker and, you know, and there's other people who say like, you have to do like the fucking towel dance. Like we want you to have your towel around your waist and you have to somehow like 
shimmy your pants up underneath your towel. And the whole thing is just so absurd. It's so absurd. In Europe, they have locker rooms where men and women change in the same locker room. And nothing bad ever happens. It's just absurd. You know? And and they like to pretend that, like, nudity is perverse and um, even, like, sexual things happening in public spaces at times is, like, is, like, dangerous. It's just, like, you know what? I mean, there's two different things going on there. Nudity and sexuality or, or sex um, are two different things, right? You could, like, nudism has nothing to do with sex. It has everything to do with being nude and being in nature sometimes. Um, but anyway, like, there's nothing wrong with just being naked. Um, and if somebody's naked and, you know, they're trying to sexually harass you or assault you, or they're like naked to flash you for the, for the sake of trying to make you feel powerless or something, that's different. But if they're in a locker room changing, minding their own business and you walk in, sorry, honey, that's not, that's not an attack against you. It has fucking literally nothing to do with you. It has just the fact to do with, like, they're changing in a locker room. So don't fucking come for people. Like, don't say, oh, you can't change in a locker room. You can't be naked in a locker room. It's like, fuck off. There's so many places where it's still acceptable to shower, communal showers. You will find some Bradley poles some places. And you know what else? If your ass is going in the military, you better believe you're going to be fucking completely naked in front of a whole bunch of people you don't know. And then a whole bunch of people you do know still. It, it's only, I think, after boot camp and shit that you, like, actually get some privacy. And that's not all the time. I think that they even have to shit with no doors on the stalls. Like, I think it's just, like, literally, like... It's literally... It's supposed to be dehumanizing in the military because they want to mold you into a soldier. They don't want you to be like, well, I'm not comfortable with this. It's like, nope, you're ours. You're fighting for us. You do what we fucking say. And and I'm not saying that's right. I don't think it's right to dehumanize anybody. I'm just saying, like, best of luck if you don't like being naked in front of other people if you think you're going to go into the military. Because, sorry, bitch, you are. You're going to be naked in front of a lot of fucking people. Um, anyway, I went on another rampage there. Um, the thing that's funny is the guys who... So I want to address this too. Bradley polls, obviously like, yeah, you want to, you want to, if, if there's other options, you don't have to stand right next to a person, you know, like I'm not going to, if there's other tables to sit at, I'm not going to sit down at your table and eat lunch with you if I don't fucking know you. I don't have to go to the same Bradley poll as you're at. If there's only one other person and it's you, I can go to another one. That's fine. Um, and if there's like two Bradley poles and they're each being used by someone, I just got to go to one and it might be the one you're at. Sorry about it. Um, that being said, I don't have to stand right next to you. I could stand across from you. Like there's, there's some like, I think that it's important to respect people's space. And, you know, even though you're completely naked, it doesn't mean you're like, I want everyone to be staring at me all the time. Like you do, you do like, you should be allowed, like, a certain amount of, like, personal space and a little bit of privacy. Like, like it's not really great to, like, just be staring at people who are naked. Like, they're not naked for you to stare at. You know, they're naked because they're naked. That's it. Um, you know, if someone dresses really sexy or, or cute, 
they're not dressing that way for you, for your, for your approval or for your appreciation. Um, and you don't have to say something. You don't have to say, damn girl, you looking hot. Like you don't have to do any of that. Okay. Um, you don't have to stare at a girl's boobs the whole time you're talking to her. Uh, and just like, look like a total fucking pig. I'm sorry. I work at a place where there's a lot of old white men and other colors of old men too. Uh, mostly white though. And, uh, but it's not specific to white men and they, especially older because they just, they come from a different time. They, they were allowed to act like pigs and they, they, they were told that like saying gross things to women was like a compliment. I was just having this conversation earlier too. Ugh, gross. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's the Bradley Pole deal. That's the etiquette, I guess. But, um, it's similar to like, if there's like three urinals, we have three urinals at the bathroom, uh, at my gym. And, um, I almost always go to the middle one only because the one on the right's always broken. And the one on the far left is like low. It's like, it's a lower urinal for like short people or children or something. So I always go to the middle one. Um, and I also always wonder, because it's like a social experiment, like, is anyone going to actually come to one of the toilets on either side of me? Um, because there's this, like, there's this, like, not even a silent rule. It's, like, not even unspoken. Like, it's a rule, apparently, that men tell other men that, like, you're supposed to leave a gap. Like, you're not supposed to pee right next to me. You're supposed to, like, you're supposed to leave a gap, if at all possible. You know, like, at the airport, if, like, there's 16 urinals and 15 of them are taken you're gonna have to just go in there and be right next to someone right and that's understood in that situation but if there's like you know two guys over there and three guys over there and five in the middle you're not supposed to go right next to any of those guys you're supposed to go like somewhere a couple over at least from like the guy the other guys um so anyway i go to the middle urinal and i just like it'll be peeing and i only pee as long as i'm peeing right i'm not like standing there for hours but I do eventually, occasionally I'll see like someone walk in and you kind of like, they kind of pause for a millisecond and then like you hear them like go into one of the stalls and then they pee standing up in a stall instead of going to a urinal that's like right next to me. Um, and I don't know if it's me or if it's just like if anybody was there, they'd have a hard time. But I think it's so stupid and the other thing is, and of course, I do want people to be comfortable. I'm not saying you should, like, be forced into anything, but I do think it's stupid. Uh, I think that a lot of times these kinds of people are the types of people that will not even lift the seat. They'll piss all over the seat, and then they'll just leave their piss on the seat for someone else to have to wash up. That's, like, the worst person in the entire world. I'm not saying that if you're afraid of peeing next to someone and you've gone into a stall to pee instead that you're going to do that necessarily. But those, the people that leave the pee on the seat, that's, yeah, that's what's happening. They're in there because they're afraid someone's going to see their wee-wee. And then their mommy didn't teach them to clean up after themselves because she probably did everything for them. And they're little pee-pee crybabies. That's what they is. So there's that. All right. Thank you, Jackin. That was wonderful. I'm going to go ahead and delete that so I don't accidentally read it on another episode. All right. So we have another Reddit from... Um, let's see. What is it from? Is this the next one? 
Is this the next one? Is it from Reddit? I want to read it. Okay, it is. It's from uh, a group, uh, a Reddit group called Massage. And the person, the user is Clan, Clan Clancularity. Clancularity. All right, so Clancularity says... Massage therapist, this is the subject, massage therapist recording session without consent, posting to social media. I follow my massage therapist on Instagram and saw that she posted a video of herself massaging me. Nothing scandalous was posted. My nude back and butt crack show slightly, but I worry about what other footage she might have. She has never mentioned that she is recording the session, and I am 99.9% sure I never consented to any form of recording. I'm pretty sure she hasn't had me sign any paperwork besides her cancellation policy on massage book, and I generally read anything I sign. I'm in the U.S. in North Carolina. Is she legally allowed to record me without my consent? The angle of the camera would have pointed straight at me fully nude, disrobing before the session and getting dressed again after the session. What is my best course of action here? Um... I don't know if Clan Clarity is a man or a woman, but it doesn't, I guess it doesn't really matter. Uh, I guess I assumed it was a man, but it probably could also be a woman. Um, Okay, so obviously, like, that's absolutely terrible. Um, I don't know what the state laws are in North Carolina regarding um, filming a person without their consent. Um, I don't even know what the laws are in South Carolina about that, but I'm assuming it's illegal. There might even be some federal law about it, although probably not. Um, I, I think that it would be easy to find out what those laws are. Um, and, uh, definitely if there's a recording of just that part of you, there's definitely also recordings of you in other states of undress. Like, it's not like... Well, I don't know. If the video looks like it's handheld video, like if she was massaging you and then, like, had the camera in her other hand or, like, was wearing some kind of a GoPro camera or something. But if it looks like it's, like, from above... They said, um, the angle of the camera would have pointed straight at me fully nude, disrobing before the session and getting dressed again after the session. So yeah, I think the camera probably wasn't moving. It was probably a set somewhere. Um, and it's possible like she didn't start recording till you were already under the sheet. So there might not be like a video of you completely naked, disrobing, getting under the sheet. Um, but that's absolutely unacceptable. And I think... Um, this person should be reported to massage book or whatever service provider they're working through. Like they should be all sorts of, they, it should be reported to social media, to Instagram or whatever you, you were looking at. I think it said Instagram. Um, they should be reported to a bunch of things. I don't know why a person would think they should, they have the right to record you without asking your permission. Um, you should definitely talk to this person before trying to get them um, banned from massaging. Like, if you're trying to, like, go for their license, I think you should probably say, like, hey, 
what the fuck, you know, do you have some, did I sign some kind of a waiver that gave you the right to do this? Like, I was not aware of anything like that. Um, so if you have a signed document that I signed, please, you know, it, this would be the time for you to show that to me. Otherwise, like, your ass is grass. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get, I don't, I don't think this person cares about you if they're going to do that. It's just so wrong. It's so obviously wrong. Um, it's, I guess, possible that the massage therapist is like, a complete idiot but my guess is that they just really want to create some promotional material so they can get more business and they didn't think it was important to ask their models if they would model for their promotional material first and it's absolutely important to do that you can even say like hey I just want to take like some little clips some little snippets and you would be completely covered like I'd be willing to give you, like, a free session. Um, or you could even just, like, post, like, is anyone willing to model for massage promotional videos? Like, you know, completely professional. Like, I could, you know, give you free massage in exchange for, like, that. Um, that would all be okay, and you would definitely find people willing to do it. But this thing is fucking unacceptable. Um, and, yeah, especially if you're butt crack is showing I mean it's just a butt crack but that's like part of your butt you know anyway I'm so sorry that happened to you clan clarity and I hope that you've taken some kind of um, actions against this person um, and that they don't do it to anybody else okay do we have time for one more I think we do um, I have one more and it's like pretty serious um so we're gonna see what we can do about it here oh no actually this is not a very serious one <laughs> okay let's do this one first and we'll save a serious one for another week because I think I have another one that's so serious it might require like a lot of discussion I might even need to bring like a guest in to help me like kind of dissect what's going down. But anyway, let's not talk about it because it's not happening today. Okay, so this is our last one. It's called, uh, it's from Communal Showers and it's called, uh, it's by a user named exciting underscore focus underscore 9937. Exciting focus. Uh, impossible to avoid a boner. All right, I'm 27 and recently started going to the gym. I obviously uh, see a lot of guys being completely comfortable with being naked in front of other people. For as long as I can remember, I've been desperately avoiding every situation when others would see me naked or just see my body at all. Locker rooms, communal showers were the places I feared the most, but I was so uncomfortable with my body that I even avoided going in the water without a t-shirt on or using a pool on holidays. We're using a pool on holidays. What does that have to do with anything? Anyway, now I'm a bit more comfortable, but still very anxious. When I'm changing and I, I, and I completely avoid using the communal showers at my gym, I instantly get a boner. And it's not the kind that goes away. I tried distracting myself and it works for a bit. But as soon as, I, uh, as I'd carry on changing or going to the shower, it's just back. 
I don't have to see anything or think about anything. It just happens every single time I get naked, even if I'm all by myself. I've read that it occasionally happens to a lot of people, but for me, it's just different. I could not be there one second without a full erection. So I rather avoid it completely by arriving to the gym partially dressed and not showering until I get home. This is a very impractical, this is very impractical, and I feel like I would be ready for actually being naked if my dick could stay at rest. I would appreciate your thoughts on this. Um, oh, and the person that commented first said, <laughs> from someone with the same problem, I can tell you that it will go away while you start showering. Okay, well, that's good advice. Um, all right. So this person sounds like they're just like really um, kind of like at odds with themselves physically. It sounds like I, I okay, so they're 27. They're still pretty young. Um, but that being said, like by 27, you know, you should be like over most of, like, the uncomfortable feelings you have about your body, like, as a teenager. Um, anything having to do with, like, puberty, I'd say you should be, like, pretty much done with by 27. I mean, you're going on 30. Um, if you have issues with your body because of, like, gender or, you know, like, if you have issues with, like, your body because of, like, your body weight or, you know, anything regarding, like, eating disorders or if you've just been overweight or whatever, or if you were teased about certain things, I mean, obviously forget what I said before. Um, but the fact that you, um, get erections when you're at the locker in the locker room makes me just feel like, and you're like, I'm not even horny. It's just, just happening. It just feels like, again, it just feels like your body is just doing one thing and you're just, like, not, like, understanding your body. Your body's just like, woo, woo, and you're just, like, your mind is somewhere else. Um, and I don't want to be, like, blamey at all. I mean, because, like, the fact is, is that, like, there's a lot of reasons why men get erections and it's not, sometimes it makes no fucking sense. Um, but I think the fact that you're uncomfortable doesn't, doesn't help it to go down at all. It's just going to stay there because it's almost like because you're getting, you're not getting aroused, but you, you're getting anxious or nervous. Like your body's like in a state of excitement of some kind. Um, your heart can beat faster when you're anxious, like you're, um, your blood pumps faster, you know, like it's not really helping if your blood is accelerated, it doesn't really help your erection, which is a dick full of blood to like stop being erect. Right. So, so I would say like in those situations, I mean, you could, yeah, you could just avoid those situations entirely, but like, you're already saying like, it just doesn't seem to make sense for you. Like you, you're going to be going to the gym. You need to, use the the facilities like you're not doesn't make sense for you to show up already clothed like you're gonna have to get dressed somehow you're coming from work you're coming from school whatever um 
it just doesn't make sense for you to like wear layers and layers of clothes just so you don't get an erection. Um, I would say like work on just keeping yourself calm in those situations, like breathe. Um, you don't have to audibly be like, (sighs) I mean, like if you're doing that and you're fully hard in the locker room, people might, they might think something else. Um, but I think just like, just stay calm and just know that like, again, you're in a men's locker room. Um, there's nothing wrong with your body. There's nothing wrong with being naked. There's nothing wrong with an erection either. Just because you're erect doesn't mean you're like being sexual. Doesn't mean you're like masturbating. It doesn't mean you're like sexually flashing someone or assaulting someone. Um, and if you're just like going about your business and your dick's a little hard, most guys are, they might look and just be like, oh shit. Um, but they're not going to talk about it unless they like are interested in it, you know? And in that case you could be like, oh no, dude, like that's, you got me wrong. Like I'm not, I'm not interested in that. I just, I get erections when I'm in the locker room and then they'll be like, oh shit. Okay. Um, you know, I think it's okay to tell another man like, who's like, oh dude, you got an erection. Like, yeah, dude, I don't know why this happens. I get, you know, just kind of nervous and it happens, but it's like so annoying. You know, I think it's cool to talk to other men about things like that because other men experience it too. Um, But I also think that like the guy that said, just get in the shower, it'll go down or whatever. I think what he meant more is like, it happens to me too. I just like go about my business and I just say, eh, whatever. And it always goes away. And I think that's completely true. I think like, if you if you're if your dick gets hard, it's almost like you're it's almost like a dog being like, Is it time? Is it time for a walk? And you're like, Nope, it's not time for a walk. And it's like, Are you sure? And you're like, Yep, I'm sure it's not. And then the dog's like, But really? And then you're like, Nope, we're we're positive. It's not time for that. And then the dog goes, Okay, I go lay down. It's literally it's like a primal thing, right? It's an animal thing. Um, so I definitely think like, yeah, just go about your business, do your thing. Don't worry about it. Um, just, just chill. And probably no one's even going to notice. Uh, sometimes I think other straight guys will notice and be like, Hey man, nice cock. (laughs) I think we had a previous Reddit where a guy said that to another guy and just like walked away and he was like, uh, okay. Um, and that's fine. You know, it's fine. It's fine to have a nice cock. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Um, I don't think, I think what your fear could be is like, someone's going to see it and think that you're a pervert and go tell management and be like, there's a guy in there with a hard cock. Um, if someone came and told me that there was a man in the locker room with an erection, um, I would say, um, okay, is, is he doing something that he shouldn't be doing? Like, is he, you know, was he, did he flash yet? Is he, is he, is he doing something inappropriate other than just having an erection? Um, and I would probably just say, or I'd say like, okay, well, thank you for telling us. Like, um, you know, I'll go, I'll go see what's up, you know? And I'd probably go in there and I would, I would probably just try to play it cool 
And then, you know, if he looked at me and was like, then I'd be like, oh, wow. Yeah, you can't, you can't be doing that. You got to get out of here. Um, but if he was like, um, just looked like he was going about his business and, you know, maybe looked a little like embarrassed, I would just be like, you know what? Uh, that's fine. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do anything about it. If he's just, you know, some poor guy who got a boner, right? It's not a big deal. I don't even think they would even come to that because most guys aren't fucking gonna say anything. I think also most guys to, to say something about another guy's penis would be like gay, you know, so they're not gonna like do anything about it. Anyway, if there, if I if I was next to a guy personally, if I was in the locker room and the guy next to me had a boner, I would probably check it out, and I wouldn't be like, Ooh, you know, I wouldn't troll him, but I'd just be like, okay, that's hot, and then um, you know, if he looked like he was down to clown, I'd be like, yeah. So that was our last Reddit, guys. I loved it. This is fun. I think that I'm going to scour even more of the internet um, for just, like, stuff that happens that's sexual. Um, I love answering questions. Um, I think I have a pretty open mind about stuff like this, you know, this kind of stuff. Um, And I think I'm, like, everybody's big, cool big sister or something like that. Who just like, yeah, I'm going to tell you about drugs and sex and all sorts of cool shit I learned on the road. Yeah, I was at Woodstock. It was just like that. Um, anyway, guys, please uh, rate, review, subscribe, wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to email us at makesexwithmepodcast at gmail.com. Check us out in our show notes. We've got our different socials there. Uh, you can also subscribe to be um, a monthly subscriber at our, it's in our socials too. It's in our, it's our um, show notes. Uh, if you want to subscribe. Blah, 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 blah. And an update about Patreon. I am interested in getting a Patreon, um, but it's, it's something that we have to develop. It's a little difficult. Um, there's some, some things that need to happen first. So we're not going to get a Patreon right away, but we're working on it. Um, we are. It's in the works. It is. And I want to also come up with some, like, cool, cooler merch. We do have merch for sale, guys. Um, but I want to work on the merch, too. I want it to be, like, really popping off. And, you know, if you want to get, like, a coffee mug with my face on it, I want you to be able to have that. Also, somewhere there's a picture, an artsy picture. I sent in a picture of my penis to an artist who made it into a rocket ship. He's like a, he does like art on his iPad or something and he made it into a rocket ship. And I was gonna interview that guy and then he kind of fell off the face of the earth. I'll try to get him back. But wouldn't it be fun if I sold, would it be fun if I sold coffee mugs with my cock on them? I don't know, that might be kind of weird. Is that something Donald Trump would do? He'd, He'd like probably take someone else's cock and be like, that's my cock. It's huge. My cock is the biggest cock. Uh, I have the best cock. Everyone says I have the best cock. Anyway, that was a really bad impression of Donald Trump. You guys, I love you. And I'm so happy that I could be with you even more every single week on Thursdays. Um, please, please, please 
love me, be my friend. Uh, and I hope, I hope my friends, that you are filling your holes with whatever makes you happy. Goodbye.